Hey, morning. Um, I've just had a realisation. I'm out on my early morning walk, which is what I've been doing every day of the lockdown. Um, it's a much bigger walk than I would normally be able to do. Um, and obviously the weather's just glorious up here. So I'm just walking under an oak tree and as I look up, the sky behind it is blue. Um, and then I look out onto the Welsh hills and feel very grateful for being here. Um, and the aha moment I've just had is that I guess um, for the last year or two, for you, you might have seen from my blogs, um, so if you don't know where they are, they're on julieleone.com. Um, I've been kind of following Greta Thunberg and the environmental movement and feeling really frustrated um, that governments are not taking decisions more based on the sustainability of the environment and the world going forward. And then through this time with COVID, again, immense frustration that decisions are being made um, in what seem to be entirely economic terms um, rather than um, looking at well-being and then the aha so you might disagree with that and that's okay but my aha moment is that actually I've interjected those values and so I did write a blog a while ago about how we become agentically controlled which is where we hand over our power to the bigger people and I you know it would constantly I'm checking out whether or not I'm doing that but here I am so introjected is where we take in it's almost like swallowing something from the outside world um, without even knowing it so what I realize is that I've been making decisions in my life always always with economics right at the centre of that, about have I got enough money? And obviously there's a baseline to that. You know, there is a baseline to have I got enough money. But I, I'm guessing for a lot of us during this time, the conversations that I'm having with people are, well, we're not really spending any money apart from on food. Um, in the hard lockdown phases, people weren't spending on fuel because we weren't travelling anywhere. And then obviously all the costas and the um, fast food outlets and all the other ways in which we may have spent money are just not available, are they? And um, so we're spending much less. And for me, this time has... Can you hear that bird? Um, has, has allowed me to kind of settle into... OK, so obviously here I am out on my walk. I'm much more aware of nature. I've got to know the plants in my garden better than I have done. And I've lived in that house for a long, long time. Um, and it made me realise that if there was a, and I might draw this picture when I get back, um, that if there was a picture of how I make decisions in my life, I've had economics right bang in the middle of there. Now, I had a breakdown, as I've written about before, about 10 years ago. And um, that was for multiple reasons. Um, things kind of relationally were not good, but also... Um, work was pretty intense and I was traveling around the country a lot delivering um, workshops on emotional intelligence um, oh the irony and stress <laughs> and then had time off work with stress um, and so that's a tractor I live out in the countryside um, and so at that point I suppose I put well-being 
up next to um, economics. So if you imagine now I had two circles that I considered, um, but I would say that economics was still the bigger circle. Um, and But it had to be in a way that also was kind of including well-being. But I think what has happened now during lockdown is that I've got more circles and the economic one has shrunk. So for me, you know, the whole sustainability and environmental bit, I haven't missed driving at all. Not at all. Um, and I've really enjoyed walking to the local shop. And it's something I did during maternity leave. And then you just forget about it, I've, you know. Um, so actually, what that's joined my bubbles of sustainability in my lifestyle. So, so what I'm thinking is, I've been waiting for the government to make decisions based on well-being and sustainability, but I haven't been making my own decisions with those things factored in enough either. I've had the economics of my life dominating that so if I add in economics sure I've got to pay the bills and feed the children and myself well-being is in there for me already but then if I add in the sustainability bubble about driving less shopping more local um you know um you know not getting so involved in the consumer throwaway culture of fast food and costas you know, which we didn't do a lot, but we could certainly do a lot less. Um, then that becomes a third bubble. And then the other thing for me that's come up at this time is community. You know, um, I don't know about you, but lots of people are talking about how they've got to know their local community a lot more. And then that links in with sustainability because we can start to talk about local food production and sustainable communities and people knowing who their vulnerable people are and working with them. So actually then I have another bubble join in my decision making about community and kind of local community but also kind of what community means and again having spoken to a lot of people, people seem to be um, reconnecting with old friends um, and so community, kind of the online community as well seems to have changed and evolved during this time and then all these words come to me the kind of word that underpins these are sustainable aren't they Sus sustainable economics um has to be making decisions based on what will sustain us as in what will keep my family but also what is sustainable in terms of all these other factors so is the way that we all earn money is it sustainable in terms of our well-being is it sustainable in terms of our fuel consumption is it sustainable in terms of our local community and then another bubble that i had going in there so this is i don't know if this is a venn diagram yet or just bubbles floating there's a robin talking um is about relationships and sustainable relationships so i did a workshop this week um, an online workshop that I delivered about domestic abuse and for that I did a bit of googling about the figures for domestic abuse which have some reports say that it's gone up by reporting of it has gone up by 25% other reports say it's gone up by 50% 
whatever percent it was too high already it was one in four women already and I think one in seven men and these are just the things that we know about and get reported um and so we've got to look at sustainable relationships and so back to what I can control I'm a life coach so controlling my controllables definitely during this time my relationships at home have become more easy um, more smoother I've really seen my kids kind of get on and get closer during this time and I know that's not the same for everybody's family but there's something here about when we're making life choices are we having sustainable relationships as one of the factors that we consider so rather than going oh this is a great job it's going to earn us lots of money to start to go well okay there is money and and is that going to lead to sustainable relationships is it going to lead to sustainable community is it going to lead to sustainable um, fuel consumption and food production Um, is it going to lead to sustained well-being and obviously well-being I'm not just Uh, talking about you know I'm out for a walk and so that's health but well-being is also mental health and so this is where it all becomes linked up because mental health we know is linked to community and relationships that the these you know one of the big problems of lockdown was loneliness and we also know that one of the biggest um problems for older people is loneliness because we have lost that sense of community and we've seen some really tragic stories of this time where older people have been you know have just died in care homes and so you know well-being if we have well-being in our how shall I live bubbles then then that includes relationship and it includes um uh, community but it also includes things like food production so um, you know we're out of Brexit whether you like that or not and and then where are we getting our food from and uh, um, there's I it was listening to stuff that was saying that actually um, there's you know plagues in um, Africa and India's food production is down so it's very possible that um, in the foreseeable future that there will be that the amount of food that we've just been taking for granted that we can have is not going to be there so then how can we eat more sustainably not just for our own health but consume less um, I, again I've heard of lots of people at this time talking about how they've been you know emptying out the dried pulses at the back of the cupboard and seeing what they can cook and that they've um, been not wasting any food but kind of cooking leftovers in a different way Um, and so then that's sustainable um, health it's also sustainable economics because if we're buying less then we don't need to earn as much Um, and it also ties into sustainable communities because actually what would it be like if we as a community worked together on an orchard um, where we would have fruit in the autumn or I know that there's, um, there are some city projects where food is grown um, by local communities. So how would it be if in the bubbles of decision making that you made, if you 
factored in sustainable food, whether that's um, you buying more locally from people in your community. Um, and, and we're all paying more for food now, aren't we, than we were four years, four months ago. Four years ago, it feels like that, doesn't it? Three, four months ago. Food prices have gone up and yet we are not questioning that, are we? Because suddenly we've realised the value of food and suddenly we're not spending money on all this other stuff. So it feels okay. So then another bubble that I have <laughs> is about sustainable time. And I know time itself is just time is what it is, isn't it? Um, the, um, nature's seasons. But I think what I mean by sustainable time, um, cars going past, is that when we make our own life decisions to go, well, am I going to have enough time? If all of these bubbles are, are important to me, and they might all be slightly different size bubbles, but if well-being is going to be in there and if relationships are going to be in there as I want them to you know I want my well-being to be sustained I want my relationships to be sustained then actually time has to be one of the bubbles because we've all had times in our work life where actually you know the the job which is economic has taken over everything and so actually very often we have better relationships at work than we do at home always that you know sometimes you'll kind of have more laughs with the people at work than you do at home and that's because of where you're spending your time and again we've had the time to cook from scratch um, which has meant that we've maybe spent less on food and we've wasted less and maybe we've been really happy to um, buy more locally if that's available so having time in there because also you know, lots of people have talked about how for the first time they went for their daily walk because they had time or they went for their bike ride because they had time. And and so surely now we've got into those habits, we want to keep them. But that obviously does mean we can't just squish it into, for lots of people, well-being got squished in round the edges of an already busy life. But this virus has allowed us to prioritize that stuff um, and so when we're making decisions about our life to make sure that we've got the, the way we're using our time is also sustainable so that we're, um, we can we can do all these different things and then Another bubble was I was thinking about, oh, I obviously work in schools a lot, and I was thinking about, oh, you know, what, what's the sustainable thing there? Sustainable schools. And actually, it's not schools. The, the, the thing that came to me is sustainable wisdom. Um, because wisdom is, for me, knowledge plus lived experience. Um, and in some ways... This experience, obviously, there's been online learning, and but I wonder if our kids are they might have learned less in that we've put less knowledge into them. And you know, I would argue that that's of um, very little value when the internet's got that knowledge available to them anyway, but they can Google most of what they want to know or use a calculator. Um, but I wonder if they've if there's some wisdom that they'll have picked up at this time, wisdom about some of these bubbles about 
cooking and sustainable living and family relationships. Um, and it seems to me that if we want, if we think about how you make decisions in your own life, which is what I've been thinking about, then actually learning and wisdom for me needs to be another bubble that, you know, yes, I need to earn money. I want to stay well. Um, I want to consider my impact on the environment. I want to consider um, the impact on my relationships. But I also want to, to continue on a journey of kind of learning and wisdom. So learning things that I want to learn, but also then putting them into practice, trying them out and reflecting on my own experiences. And so for me, that's in a really important bubble that needs to go into my life um, decisions. So again, if we're lots of people at this time have done online learning things of things that they've been really interested in. So even kids, when they're not under the constraints of the curriculum, have got into learning things that they're interested in. And actually, um, that's interesting, isn't it? Because what we find is that kids are interested in stuff if they can sniff their own way. And the same with us. You know, that we whether it's that we've been reading books or listening to podcasts or... Um, you know, thinking about things or creating things, um, then actually that sustainable wisdom for me is a really important part of how I want to make decisions. And then creativity. And it's easy to go, oh yeah, creativity is um, what you do when you've got spare time. But I would argue that creativity, it kind of underpins everything that we do. So, you know, the most creative decision-making in businesses, um, obviously they need grounding, but creative decision-making, um, sometimes it is. We've all, lots of people have been creating with how they've been cooking and gardening or um, playing games with their kids or some people have got into knitting again. And... And of course, that kind of creativity links in with well-being because it calms us, it soothes us, it's doing something with our hands. It means we're not consuming, we're not shoving down crisps if we're knitting. Um, so, so for me, making decisions of a life, how do I want to live with, with that bubble of creativity in there, whatever that means for you. And so, and there might be other things that I can't remember now, I can't think, think of, and I, if I think of them, I'll add them to the picture that I um, post with this podcast on my blog, if you want to see the image. Um, but the big realisation was I have been waiting for other people to factor those things in. I want the government to prioritise well-being. I want the government to prioritise the environment and sustainability. I want somebody else to organise um, community things in where I live. And actually it's coming back to me is if those bubbles are important to me then I need to make life choices based on those bubbles and not have the tyrant of economics ruling the roost. Because we've seen how 
even within our own households. Some households have lost their income, just gone overnight because of this virus, with no support, with no care, with no anything, have just lost jobs. And at those moments, you think about all the time that you put into those jobs and all the the decisions maybe that you made about, oh, I can't do that tonight because I've got work tomorrow or where you've brought work home and done work rather than hung out with your kids or your family. Um, so for some people, their jobs have gone. And, you know, I've been in the position of having two small children and not enough money and it's terrifying and it's stressful and it's um, completely debilitating was my experience of it. Um, and so I'm not... Economics is important and it needs to be surrounded by the other things that are important so that as our baseline economic needs are met, we can start to think about, right, what are these other things that really matter that I need to factor in when I'm making choices about how I live and the key bit is about choice that we have everything has stopped during COVID-19 obviously frontline workers have still been working but they're you know none of the things even for them bits of their lives have stopped like some of the things they might have done in their social time like going to the cinema or going on holiday all of that has stopped there's been lots and for many of us everything has stopped and so for many of us working at home as you know I've been working at home um but it still feels like driving has stopped shopping has stopped consuming has stopped um you know pointless activities have stopped and I think in that stopping there's a choice point now about how do we continue and and to take make decisions about how we continue based on what our values are what really matter to 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 us and so for me these are the things that I've spoken about that are what really mattered to me and and if no government is going to make those choices for me I'm going to have to factor those into my lifestyle myself um, and I just hadn't seen how I'd been under some agentic control in that right so I'm standing looking over a hill feeling very grateful for those of you that are not standing over a hill hopefully you've had the sound of birds in the background and that's a sheep and there's a bee nearby so have a lovely day and then I've just had another thought um of course the relationship bubble has always not always but it was there as soon as I had kids that juggle of um economics plus then family so trying to make sure that my children were balanced in that equation so it is something um that's a bubble that I hadn't accounted for I, I know I'd accounted for the well-being one but I hadn't accounted for the family one and I guess that's important to say because I'm wondering this feels like a new process this can I integrate sustainability can I integrate more environmental living and more developed communities 
but I suppose it's helpful for me to look back and go, oh, okay, but I did adapt my world when I had children. So economics had a second bubble alongside it. And then I did adapt my world after having the breakdown and I put well-being and health alongside it. Um, and I guess I've always had the knowledge thing going alongside with the learning. Um, so it's really helpful for me to notice the, the bubbles that I've added into the economic bubble in spite of kind of the political system. And also kind of just um, considering kind of family scripts. So economics is a big part of my family story. Um, and but also um, so was parenting. And so it was easier for me to add in parenting um, alongside wellbeing. Not easy because it kind of I had to make some adjustments and have worked part time and changed jobs a lot to try and fit around the kids. Um, but I suppose things for me like sustainable living and community living and kind of integrating time for creativity and wisdom are things that are not in the cultural script nor in my family script. So that's why it feels like really important, but also um, maybe a newer thing to integrate. Um, but then I remind myself that nor was well-being in um, part of my family script or part of the environment you know the political environment script but I've managed to integrate that so it's all just I suppose kind of for you if you're still listening um maybe think about well you know what are the bubbles in your life what what have you added in at various stages in your life because and you know that maybe come from your family and come from society but maybe there's also some things in there that you've added in just for yourself that were neither in your family nor in the wider political discourse and then what are the bubbles that you want to add in now that feel maybe difficult to add in um but you know you can then see that you've done it before i hope that makes sense okay bye